you tuned into another week of Catch the Sea podcast with your favorite girl, True Lady, and all of my guests. Make sure you comment, rate, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Clamor. Look for all the stories and more on SpillingTheTea.com. Here we go for the next episode. Tune in to Catch the Tea Podcast with your girl, a true lady. And I have my guest with me today, Candy. Hello, people. She's back. She was on, oh my God, what episode was that? Oh, I don't even remember. It was a couple of months ago. It was the, it was called The Misconception, where we talked about the top five misconceptions of black women, and we just kind of trailed off into a whole Other bunch things. of things. Yeah, but it was a good topic, though. Yeah, because I think we were talking about uh, giving good head or something like that. Girl, I don't even remember. <laughs> We, we went into a lot of areas. <laughs> we touched bases on, I think, just about all surfaces. All right, well, I'm really good for that. Like, I just love, to me, doing the podcast is really just random conversation, to right. be honest. And right. it's always good conversation with, you know, everybody that I'm cool with. So Right. And right. it's random good conversations. Of course. Like, it's always something that's lasting, that's going to remember, that we're going to take away from here. So, it's, I'm always cool with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Now, let the people know again what you have going on, Candy. Okay. My name is Candy. I am the owner of Two Southern Diva Salon, located in Mansur, Louisiana, and also now here in Alexandria. Um... I've been licensed for going on 14 years as a barber stylist. Um, I'm licensed to do women and men hair and to hold that razor. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Licensed to hold a razor. Uh, Yeah, okay. (laughs) I know you always go live on Facebook Mm -hmm. about everything you do. Yeah. And you went to Bronner Brothers Hair Show. Yes, this past August. Uh, I missed the February show. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of been out of the loop for, I've been sitting down for about three years in my profession. And um, that's a very long time in mm-hmm. this profession, not to be beyond the chair. Right. And um, so, you know, I'm kind of glad I got to step beyond the chair. You know, what I mean by beyond the chair is, you know, as a stylist, you know, you you basically are like working in a salon or your own salon setting Mm -hmm. and you're making money and providing. Right. Well, you know, I'm gonna be honest. I had only enough to provide um, because I had took all my savings, Mm -hmm. about 10,000 of it and opened up a salon. Oh, wow. So all I could do was work behind the chair. Right. I didn't have any extra to go and do any shows. Mm-hmm. I had to sacrifice. I sacrificed for every bit of three years. But was that sacrifice worth it? <sighs> yes, it is worth it because now I'm able to go back to the shows this past year. Um, you know, God is making a way for me to be able to do it. And I'm also up upcoming uh, 
uh, you would say, platform artists as a stylist. Uh, stylist world, stylists know what I'm talking about. Okay. But uh, in the regular world, for us, and I'm talking like it's a different type of world, but I'm just being oh. right, career-wise. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Right. It's like, it's a whole nother world for us, like, hairstylising. Um, you know, it's like doing hair versus competing at shows. So is there money in the competition? Oh, yes. There's a lot of money, especially at Bonner Brothers. Um, if you compete at Bonner Brothers and you win mm-hmm. and you're really good, you can win up to 30, 40 or however much more thousand oh, dollars for every competition. Wow, really? Yes. That's some that's some people's salary in a year to be honest. Yeah, that's that is a year's salary within one night. You you receive that. And the smaller shows, of course, you win. The smallest show I think is probably two to five hundred dollars. And you know, you have your other shows where you can win up to five, mm-hmm. twenty five hundred, fifteen hundred, a thousand, whatever the show uh owner or the person, the coordinator is putting on that has enough money to actually give out. But that's the money made back. Like that say say you spent eight hundred dollars to get there and you win fifteen hundred. Like you come out with a look a little extra change. Yeah, you actually you know? do come out with some extra change and it's a great thing, you know, and I'm trying to get back into not trying. I said I wasn't gonna stop using that word try. <laughs> right. But I am going back into competitions. I just competed this last uh this weekend, Sunday, huh? yes, in a barber competition. In a barber, yes, it was the battle for the crown with my my longtime friend Russell Chu. Um, he is a very very wonderful man. Him and his wife Miss Tina, they're a very lovely black couple. And is that um, the same true with the hair care products? Yes, and the yes the air freshener yes oh yes. wow okay cool mr chu is known by everybody and loved by everybody yes yes <laughs> i really look up to mr chu because i've been knowing mr chu for going on 14 years and we've built a relationship doesn't he have his own magazine too yes he does yeah mr yeah. chu got it going on that's true black that's daddy chu for you <laughs> yeah that's what we call him daddy chu daddy chu yeah daddy chu <laughs> and also you know god willing um this past weekend, whenever I went to his show, Mr. Chu picked me up mm-hmm. to become a platform artist for wow. his uh, for his his company. Uh, so I'll be representing Mr. Chu from here on out. I just need to get that email back to him with my resume and everything right. is on. I've already been hired on the spot. You know, Mr. Chu been knowing me for a long time. Forever. I was a baby in the hair game. And, you know, Mr. Chu used to sell me products, you know. Uh, and stuff when I was a young lady in the hair game and everything. Um, and he watched me come up in the hair game. Um, I worked for one of the best, Mr. Clifton Williams out of New mm-hmm. Iberia, Louisiana. Shout out to uh, Cliff Impressive Cuts. <laughs> <laughs> now, what made you even want to get into hair for real, for real, you know? Well, it was like one of those things that when I was a little girl, I used to always say mm-hmm. to everybody I came across, Especially grown-ups when they were asking me what I'm going to do for a living. I used to say I wanted to be a hairstylist and a famous singer. Mm. The singing part hasn't happened just yet, but stay tuned to that. You going to uh, sing on, on here for us? Uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> I try I know. it. I try to see sippers. But right right now I'm just focusing on basically the uh the hair game right now. I'm trying to get that on lock and I am working on getting into the studio. Right. Yeah, uh the go Joe uh Kato. Yeah, yeah. Next door, yeah. So um, back to Bonner Brothers real quick Because I want to know how that experience truly was for you Like who are I, I saw Buku pictures Oh yeah Buku Facebook live videos Yes, yes. So let everybody know who you had a chance to meet well, And hobnob with God is so good Because every picture I put on Facebook I had to caption it My blessed hair life mm-hmm. Because I actually and, and people think that I went run down these stars. You don't have to run I them down. I did not because all of these stars had a class. Right. Okay. I walked up in the class and did not even know that they were going to be there. And some of them, it was displayed that they were there. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a class with uh, MC Light. Yeah. Well, she she taught a class for State Form Insurance, which is that insurance that i'm with mm-hmm. and um it was a blessing uh to listen to her she taught a class on finances and wealth really and yes and it was a very very interesting um piece also uh if y'all want to stay in tune with them they have a website called uh i want to say is uh hip-hop sisters you can connect with them through hiphopsisters.com and um, you can keep in touch with MC Light and what she's doing for the communities and her form of giving back to the people and for us women as well. Yeah, she's always giving back. She's yes, always doing she's something. major with that and I love her. Like, she's like truly an iconic uh, woman, phenomenal woman at mm-hmm. that. Um, and I met her at Bonner Brothers this come this past August, and it was a blessing to be, you know, not that she's a god, but right. it was truly a blessing to be in her, presence in her presence and to hear her knowledge and what she felt about, you know, uh, saving money and how does she become, you know, where she's at. Well, my thing is this: I um, I thought it was just all about hair, Bonner Brothers. No, Bonner Brothers is is a, a number of things. Um, they also talk about black businesses. Um, Mm. you know, I mean, I hate to be sounding this way, but they talk about how we need to try to take, um, the dollar back into our communities because, you know, other people are putting stores in our communities and this is not a race, racial slur or any type of way. So no offense to anyone whatsoever Mm -hmm. because, you know, I come from a background of many races and um, anyways, so it's like they're trying to uh, help bring back the money into our communities. Mm, mm. You know, our communities uh, is urban community is the only community that's really, really suffering Mm -hmm. really, really bad. Our children are suffering. You know, um, our men are suffering because of incarceration, you know, um, a lot of fatherless homes, a lot of, a lot of fatherless homes, a lot of single mothers, Mm -hmm. a lot of black, beautiful women who are strong and good that is single, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's just like we're trying to basically take the money and put it back into the communities, you know, because we need it. Right. Of course. Our money, our dollar do not surface in our community more than two hours. Yeah. And, and it's sad. It really is, you know, because it's like, you know, 
we work hard. We we are the consumers. We, we like to are. buy things. We you know, run like I don't think black people understand. They don't. We don't understand that. But if we you know thyself, <laughs> if you know thyself, we really truly run this thing. We really run this, and we are yeah. just not organized together. We just turn our backs on each other. We don't support each other. Like I heard. Not to cut you off, oh, no, I'm ahead. sorry. You good. One person was saying, I heard somebody say today that we don't have to all get along. Mm-hmm. But if we can all just start thinking on the same the page. The same page. That makes so much sense. If we all just on the same page, we good. We can all have we the same goal. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to all get along and all be kumbaya. Yeah. Because that will never happen to be real well, with you. it is a possibility, but then it's a possibility. No. Because like I tell people all the time, you'll never get a full 100% Correct. of anything. But we'll never get a full 100% of participation. Like, right. That's with anything, right. to, to just be honest with you. Um, but it, I say this. If we get at least 35 to 40% of participation, it, I'm happy. It'll make my day. Right, right. And I feel the same way. You know, it's just all about making our community strong. Mm-hmm. And it's no offense to anyone. You know, everybody else's community is fine. Like, if you go into the into the Caucasian community, right. you know, they have all these nice things and these amenities for mm-hmm. their people, you know, that they can enjoy. And, of course, if you're blessed to be that way, if you live in that community and you black or whatever race, you can enjoy that, too. Right. But what I'm trying to say is... Our community is the one that is basically really, really starving, and we are the consumers. Mm-hmm. And we really, really need to try to, you know, connect and try to, you know, put the money back where it's supposed to right, be. Right, and make it happen. Right. Yeah. Especially I, I totally for our agree. kids. Right, yeah. It's really about them. I think like we were saying earlier today um, when Joe was talking um, well, he's the owner of Locks and Knots uh, Beauty Supply, but he said that it's not. It's going to take this generation to teach our children who are going to teach their children, and I think that's where the change is really going to take place. Right. Like, I can't see the change. I mean, we can be a change here right. in this room, right? But the entire generation, I don't, I, I don't see that happening anytime soon. But I can see people like me and you putting it in place for our children, and then our children teach their children, and it just goes on from like there. Like a domino effect. Yeah, changing that that cycle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I I, I can see it really going. That it's going to take a long time to do hundreds of years of. Um, you know, um, you would say slavery in the mind. I agree with you. I would say mind slavery. You know, it's going to take a long time for us to actually overcome that mm-hmm. and, and be better from it. Right. You know, and do better and want more. Exactly. You know, encourage your children to go to college. Right. Encourage them to go beyond high school. You know, um, it doesn't stop at high school. These days, if you don't just... If you do, if you can have a high school diploma, but to if you don't have honest, further than, you're not really going to go far. To be honest, I always say don't stop the creative process when in the child. Because I think like a lot of parents are like that. Oh, no, don't do that. Don't do that. And then they get stuck in this mindset. Oh, I have to be a doctor. I have to be a lawyer. I have to work for the city. I have to work for the state. And then they're just stuck. You know what I'm saying? And they're not really happy. So right. I, always, I always say don't stop 
the creative process because um even when i talk to people about the things that i have going on they're like what made you do that do you have a degree did you go to school for this no I just wanted to create some shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you did. And you didn't let anybody, you didn't let anybody detour you. Mm-mm. You didn't let anybody stop you. I heard someone recently say that, you know, you have a child that goes into the refrigerator mm-hmm. and get what they want to get out of there. Right. Drink, eat, whatever. Mm-hmm. You have a child that goes to the bathroom mm-hmm. and they ask to go to the bathroom. And that same child goes to the refrigerator and he asks to get something out the refrigerator. Right. Which one you think is going to be more prominent when they grow up? Which one you think is going to be more successful? Oh, the one that does what they want to do without asking for permission. Correct. To be honest with you. Correct. Because that per- <laughs> that child already has that mentality of freedom in their mind right. to be able to go and do as they please. Right. They don't have to ask for, for, for permission to do anything for themselves. Man, that just makes a lot of sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Man, we wouldn't even force this wouldn't even force to be talking about. <laughs> I don't know how the hell we get this. <laughs> we wouldn't <laughs> That's kind of deep. Right. We went deep in there. We already <laughs> said before we start recording, we're going to be on some bullshit. And no, we didn't, well, this didn't is even not start. Right. This is like real, like real life stuff. It's real though. It's right. stuff that needs to be. It's the truth It's though. stuff that needs to be said. <laughs> you know? I was in my mind sitting there like, we were not we are supposed like to go straight this. left. Yeah, it was like, we're not supposed to go. To, we're supposed to go straight into these hot topics. Mm-hmm. But it's cool though. I think people would need need to hear this type of information yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's important. All right. Well, anyway, well, sh- let's go to these uh, hot topics. <laughs> you ready for them? Ready, girl. I'm ready. All right. I'm just trying to pick and choose where I want to go. Well, the recent thing on my on my brain has to be love and hip hop Hollywood. Um, cause I was watching the the latest yeah, episode. Yeah, girl. You had me, you had me like about to burn your ear off in the yes. chair. Yes, <laughs> it was just too much going on. This is the new season, and um, I always do the top five ratchet moments on on the blog. You just log on spillingthetea dot com and check it out. But um, this recent episode was just really all over the place because uh, you have Nikki Murdress, and she is dating a man, and she's dating a woman, like. I don't see nothing wrong with dating a woman. I don't see nothing wrong with dating a man. But dating them together, like, you know, having a relationship with the two simultaneously and they don't know anything, I just really don't agree with it. Like, at all. I just think that's wrong. You honestly think they don't know? Well, Come he, on. This is TV. You Right. This okay, is Hollywood. Let's just take it back as if it was regular life and she was doing this. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's still, that's wrong. Like That man know that. Well, that man on TV, know, he might know. That man know that he she messing with that woman. You think so? Yes. Safari so really seemed in love. I'm not even gonna lie. He really seemed really like I'm so happy to be with you. And I was I never would have imagined him to have that side to him. But it was really it was pretty interesting. But <clears throat> I know uh, I follow this girl. Her name is Miss Gia. She's a she's bisexual, and but Miss Gia says, being a bisexual woman, she hates dating bisexuals because if she's dating a girl and she's sleeping with that girl, that girl has the potential to do the same thing this girl is doing, and she's 
uh dating another chick but sleeping with the man so now i gotta i'm i'm you're sleeping with both of us and we all know what goes on in a lesbian relationship you know what i'm saying so it's like you fucking him and i'm eating you too like that's just this is nasty all the way around you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so I, I agree with her to that extent but I just really think it was just really wrong. I'm like, what are you doing? And you, then you're not being honest to both people. They both asked her. They said, Nikki, are you talking to anybody else? And she clearly, she's like, no, I'm not talking to anybody. You know, that little fake Barbie face or whatever. She's like, no, I'm just all for you. And she bullshit. I ain't like that. How do well, you feel about that? I, I just feel like basically it's Hollywood. Right. But if it was real life, but let's just take if Hollywood it was real life. Out. I mean, I no offense to anybody that's that's that likes women or whatever, whatever. Right. Vice versa. I'm straight, of course. So I could not speak on um, the situation with the ladies liking ladies, right? But for as like a person being in a monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. I can speak on that, on that piece, like. Monogamy, I feel like, okay, if you exclusive, we together, we together. But Mm -hmm. if not, you know, why am I with you? And you need to keep it real. A lot of people these days don't keep it real. And it's fucked up. Excuse my French. It's fucked up because it's like you you, you are like with this person. Yeah. You thinking it's one way and they fucking somebody else. And it's something totally different. Right. And you fucking really monogamous with this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And they not. Did this hit a nerve? Yeah, it did. Okay, I felt it. My bad. Look. I felt it. (laughs) I ain't sorry. Look, so this is so crazy because, like, I, for the past couple of weeks, I've been having a conversation with various people, and I've been telling people, like, I I want a relationship, but I don't want the title, right? And I, a I, lot of people, and they look at me like I'm crazy like right when now. I say that. Like, I think I'll be cool. Just I will. I'm cool with being just straight with you. We have a good friendship. We have an understanding. We don't fool with any other people, but each other. I'm cool with it. I don't need the titles. Yeah. I mean, title has nothing to do with, with who you with. It doesn't. Like, it doesn't Just, It doesn't make things exclusive because you can have the fucking title and you still get it fucked still over. Get, right. So I like, mean, you can have the title and you be faithful. I mean, a title doesn't mean anything, but it's how you treat each other and it's how you there for that person. Right. Their respect. That's, that's the, that's the level, you know, the, the grown woman and man thing that's how it should be because like the crazy like when i was saying this people were like you can't do that i'm like well i mean i think this is some new age shit as well (laughs) i mean it's some new age shit too yeah you know because it's like these days nobody want to be monogamous back in the day people were monogamous Mm -hmm. okay they still cheated but people were were monogamous more than anything right but nowadays it's like everybody's like everybody's on that shit i don't want a relationship I don't want to be yeah, in a relationship. I want to smash and I pass. Just, so yeah, smash and pass, all this stuff like that. And, you know, I'm the type of girl, I I still believe in monogamy. And then, I still believe in relationships and romance. No, I don't live in a fantasy world, but I do believe in all those things. Uh, romance, yes. Uh, I mean, I, I feel you. there can be a romantic relationship between people or, you know, Situationship or whatever you want to call it, but I this is this is my thing. Like, 
could you just be friends with somebody? Say we friends, like hard, and it's just me and you. We not. It's not really a relationship. There's no titles, and if what what is understood doesn't need to be explained, could we go from marriage to that? Like from that to marriage. I I think. Can that happen? I think if the two people are real with each other and it's no like. If you try to ask a question, they don't like try to beat around the bush. Because, because a lot of times when you go into that friend zone, let's be real, we grown. Mm-hmm. When you go into that friend zone and it's like, we friends. And then you go to ask the motherfucker something and then they be like, beat around the bush. Nah, I don't know because that person have a hidden agenda. No. Well, okay. I, I, okay. I can only speak for me because I can't speak for anybody else. I'm very open. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very much laid on the table I like to have those conversations So where you really get to know a person That's what a friendship is to me I'm really getting to know who you are What you are What you are about Because I think that's what probably Makes feelings evolve I guess True that But I'm saying like You can actually get into a friendship Where a person Do not want to be real with you exactly Right you true You know mm-hmm. And they'll They'll be real with you, but to a certain extent. Yeah. When you start asking upon certain questions. They only show you one type, one side of them. Right. And yeah. they don't necessarily get down to the nitty gritty that mm-hmm. you're asking. Right. They'll, they won't beat around the bush either. Mm-hmm. But they just won't really necessarily say it. Yeah, there's limits to what, what they tell you. How then, far they'll go. Right. They're not going to be know, 100%. So you have to basically, like, if this person is being 100% real with you and you know it. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, I think you can go to marriage. Why not? That's that's how a true relationship really starts from a friendship. Right. How can you have a foundation if you, if you're not friends first? Right. I tell this to people. Oh. Okay, look, that's where <laughs> like it I've always been in this situation where I'm friends you don't with somebody. From relationship to marriage, you you be friends, then you get into the relationship of comfortableness. And then you get married. That's how I don't really think that you can eliminate the relationship part, though. Well, in my mind, I mean, I don't know if you're gonna jump from friend to marriage. If you, if you, if you handle it right, maybe so. Maybe so. Handle that situation with care and are very open. Y'all are really getting to know each because in my mind that's what a friendship is. I'm getting to know this person, right? Figuring this person out, seeing if I even want to. Continue to waste my time with right. this person, and I've always been in these situations where, like, I'm dating a guy and I'm getting to know him, but then he's always pressing, "When you gonna be my girlfriend? When you gonna be my girlfriend?" And I'm just like, Ugh. like I kind of, I really tense up, like, right. girlfriend, um, not right now. That's because right. I haven't found anything in you to say. Yeah, you're the one. You know, you know what I'm saying, right? And right. it's not like I'm talking to other people. It's just your traits, you sure. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, you know what? I, I don't fully know you yet. Not mm-hmm. trying to mail bash guys or whatever, but mm-hmm. a lot of times you find that in a guy, like they really like. How would you say it? They don't know what they want, or like they'll mm-hmm. meet a girl. They be with her, and then they feel like they can find something better. Women don't know what the hell they want either. True that. We <laughs> sometimes we don't. Sometimes we I don't. Swear to you. Some days I be like, yeah, I'm like mm, no. But you yeah. know what? I just want to ask. Like I know, know what what does it for me, mm-hmm. but what does it for a woman where she just says, "This is the one." What is it? Is it the sex? 
Is it the way he treats you? Is it the things that he buy you? Is it the time uh, that he spends with you? I mean, I just feel like what is it for you? For me, I have my answer. I have I have num- a number of things mm-hmm. that does it for me. Mm-hmm. You know, for one, I can't say first off uh, the way he treats me. And then second, it would have to be the sex. Like, if you're not compatible with me <laughs> right. with sex, because I can honestly say I am, I'm something else in the bedroom. I mean, oh. I'm not no super freak. All right. But, you know, <laughs> messing around over here is is, is, a, is a session. Okay. And I'm not saying I'm, a super, I'm not a super freak. Right. But I'm just being honest. So that person has to be compatible with me for as that. Right. If you just like real quick or you just ain't got it, I just can't deal with it. It's not interesting to me. Um, you know. See, well, see, my thing is this. But that's not my number one thing because of course, how he treats me is very, it's it's important. very important to me. That's I the first most, most thing. You know, I have to feel like I'm being valued as a woman. For me, value is on that list. I'm not saying these things in order, but being valued is on that list. I think me being able to be vulnerable with you That's is on that one. list. It is very hard. Like, I am very hard to open up. Like, if you go of back course, and listen to... you have to be super strong because everything that you have super going on. Right, right, right. So, like, it's hard for me to be vulnerable. It's hard for me to display... Uh, actions of being like weak or something like that because i just think that it's horrible but it's that's still being part of human but i think me being able to be vulnerable with you um not being afraid to cry with you not be able to share my every moment with you that's important to me that like you said the value that's important and I love a good mental connection because mental connection equals good sex to me. Yeah, like if does. I have this Passion. mental connection with you, we can talk about anything under the sun. Like if my remembrance of you is something, a conversation versus the dick you put down, uh, that's, that's, that's just me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's but those are the, the those are and the important things for me you know what I'm saying and and, you know for me as well it's like I have to have some type of mental connection right right you know because otherwise we'll just be fucking and there's nothing there yeah I'm not the type of woman to just lay down with a man Mm -hmm. I don't sleep around right like if I sleep with a man it's because I care Mm -hmm. you know I don't just go spread legs I mean it's 2016 yo who's doing that niggas is dying of AIDS right you know what I'm saying this shit is Serious and it's crucial. So, like, uh, who got I, time for that? I know this is so random because don't go uh, with what we're talking about. But do you believe a woman has a woman is entitled to be a whole once in her lifetime? But like experimenting, experimental. Because I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I mean, I haven't always been. You know, I would consider myself these days a good girl. Yeah, but I haven't always been that good girl. Like, I but mean, also I was young mm-hmm. and I was experimenting. You know, I, I I test the waters. Right, I was curious and I did some things that I probably shouldn't have done. 
you know, but it wasn't like deeply out there. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I kind of low key. I kind of, you know, how you throw a rock on side uh, across the water. Mm-hmm. I kind of skidded a little bit across that <laughs> to the next bank. To the next bank. And then, but then I grew up and I learned. But right. But a lot of that comes from being a young lady and not probably being properly taught how to be a woman, mm-hmm. how to be a lady, how to conduct yourself as a young lady. Right. You know, maybe you didn't have that mother that sat you down and told you right from wrong. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So basically, I didn't. I mean, my mother has always been there in my life, mm-hmm. but I, my mother didn't sit me down and tell me uh, how to conduct myself as a young lady. I had to figure it out as I went along the way. Right. And as I went along the way, I became a stronger black woman, mm-hmm. and I learned that I should not carry myself in that that indecent manner. Mm. I should carry myself as a lady at all times, right. by all means necessary. Don't have your name in these streets. Because that is that is your right. respect. And that's all you really have, really, when you sit back and think about it. Your all respect. you really have is your respect as a woman. Mm. You sit back and think about it. You're respecting your word, your name. That's all you're going to take to the grave with you is your name. If right, they run yeah. around saying I've that you always, a hoe, that's all they know. I've always been the one. Because, see, my dad, he's, he's, a, he's a preacher. And my mom. Kim, you a PK kid? Mm-hmm. What? Okay. <laughs> what the wait? First, <laughs> first off, the hell does that mean? What does that? Why are you saying it like that? You know what they say about PK kids? That's not always true. Cause I'm saying, I'm getting ready to break this myth or that bullshit that go around about nah, preachers. Like, I know. You know, I used to be a preacher's wife though, yo. Yeah, I real. know. I remember you said it on the last like, episode. For real? Mm. <laughs> but, I'm just um, playing with you. <laughs> All I really had was like my mom as teaching me how to be a woman, yes, but like to talk about sex or anything was really just taboo. Like we not having a conversation about what read your Bible, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you have questions, you're curious as a child. So then when you get older, you go out and experience some things, and then like, oh nope. Shouldn't have did that, mm-hmm. and then you come on back to what you know, right. or whatever. I think like that's. That's what I was going through in like my little early twenties or whatever. I always refer to it as starting and bopping. Well, <laughs> you know, as a teenager, I think a teenager or a young woman, I think here and there, some at some point or another, I think some young ladies have thought and bopped mm-hmm. until they figured it out. Right. You know, I don't think. Uh, you know, some of us can sit up there and just say and put on this angelic face. Oh, I am so good. And I Dummy just never ever done anything. Ones. And oh, my God. Those are the. No, stop your lying. Those are the main ones. You know, like, you, you had to come to some type of terms until you figured it out. Right. I watched uh, this movie, Easy A. Um, It's about this chick. She oh, was in high I school. That. That's like yeah. one of my favorite movies. She made a name for herself by she was really a yeah, virgin. Yeah, she was lying. And she was lying about being a whore. And she enjoyed every minute of it. But the, the guidance counselor. The right. The guidance counselor said something. She was like, a real whore will not own up to it. To being a whore. Uh, they will lie and divide. Right. They will lie. Mm-mm, no, no. And like you said, those ones. Oh, no, I'm a good girl. Mm-hmm. Let's tell you, they be the main ones. They be the main ones. Well, anyway, we're going to go into these. We're talking about good girls. Janet Jackson. You know, she's pregnant. Yes. Janet. And now she's child. been placed on bare rest because she's gained a lot of weight during her pregnancy. I think she's like 250 pounds now. Yeah. And so um, 
her weight gain is causing complications with her pregnancy so she's on strict bearish but she's having a lot of body image issues right. with herself i guess of course it's janet jackson right. i'm pretty sure she never seen herself oh janet big. has been big before not jamie that big well janet i don't know if you remember when she played on that movie with uh eddie murphy um what was that movie mm. when he played uh <laughs> wait what when he, she played on that movie with Eddie Murphy when he was the big fat guy. She was Norbit. Janet Jackson was in that movie? Yes, Janet Jackson was in actually two of those movies. And Janet Jackson was, was actually a large woman. Yes, she was. Google it. Wait, what? She was a large woman in that movie. Janet they Jackson. They made her gain weight with Norbit. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Hold on. She played in two of the movies. And she actually played Norbert's wife in the last one. No, that's not Janet Jackson. Yes, it is. Yes, ma'am. I, I know my movies. She was in. She was. And she was in a movie with Eddie Murphy. It was must have been Nutty Professor too. Yeah. Nutty Professor. Okay, you said Norbert. I'm my bad. I'm okay. sorry. I was like, wait. Well, no. <laughs> yes, Janet Jackson played in that movie, and she was on the large side. So I how don't she, think she was you know, that big in that movie. It has fluctuated, and then she got back down to Janet, right, right, our right. Janet that she normally is, you know, she, you know. But uh, so I mean, I I I I feel like Janet is a very strong black woman, right, and she'll bounce back, you know, baby and all, right. And, and plus, she has the money if she needs to go get a little nipped and tuck, honey. So it's, it's all good. She gonna probably need a little nip and tucking anyway. You think so? She a little older. Yeah, she's what? And, she's almost fifty. Well, she girl, is fifty look, now. And girl, look, Kim, you ain't got no kids, but I'm gonna tell you no. something. Mm-mm. When you had them cheering, baby, everything goes south. Yeah, I think if I don't have children by the age of thirty-five, I'm not gonna have children. Like if you don't breastfeed, <laughs> and even even if you breastfeed, yeah. they go south. Yeah, titties, stomach, ass, yeah. everything goes. South. If I don't have any children by the age of thirty-five, I don't see me having children. Yeah, I can. I I might adopt or something like that. But as far as physically having children, I don't these see it. days. I tell the young ones. Even I mean, I'm not that much older. I'm just thirty-five. But I'm just saying. Like I tell like a lot of them. You know, these days. I don't regret my kids whatsoever mm-hmm. at all in no type of way. Right. But if I was one where I was the age I am now mm-hmm. or a little younger, I wouldn't have no kids. I wouldn't bring no kids into this world. But my yeah. kids are here and I have a five-year-old. Shout out to Maria and my son, Elias. They'll He's, be sick. My son will be My son will be 16 at the end of this month. Oh wow! And my daughter will be six years old at the beginning of October, the ten, very first day. It's a ten-year gap. Ten years and three days. So Ooh. I wasn't focused on having kids. I was focused on school and my career and and whatnot. And That's like why I, I waited so long to have days, another child. Some days I really feel I feel childish because I'm like all my classmates 
all of them they have kids, they have families and husbands and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, you know, I'm out here chilling. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what, Kim? It is actually <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Right. You know, like I said, if if I didn't have my kids and and I swear to God, I don't I don't wish nothing ill towards my children mm-hmm. whatsoever. But I'm just saying, if I did not have kids, I right. would not have any. Right, right. And right. I love my kids and don't think I don't. Right. You know, I don't want them to go anywhere. I'm just saying if I did not have them, I wouldn't start because this society that we're in today is just crucial. Yeah, that's just the, terrible. The, it's a lot going on in the world. It's today. a lot. It's hard for the kids to go to school. It's a totally different time. They don't live. Right. It's like a totally different time than when we grew up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, a lot of things. The just, kids these days, I describe them as plastic glass. Mm, why is that? Because it's like, you know, us growing up, we used to clown each other. We used to call it Johnning. Oh, and roasting, to, okay. Roasting, yeah. johning, all of that crazy stuff. And we used to laugh and clown and mm-hmm. run outside and have these scrapes and bruises. It was really tough kids. Right. But the kids these days are like glasses. They can't handle They can't it. handle too much of anything. Yeah, they're really sensitive. Right. They're yeah. not made to be tough like we grew up. Yeah, because, uh, I mean. You know, they're killing themselves for small things. Left and right. You know, mm-hmm. their their mindset is weak. Right, you know they let they easily influence. Mm-hmm. By y'all, y'all be blessed. Easily influence. You mm-hmm. know it's just like it's. I call them glasses. Mm-hmm. Easily broken. I agree with you on that. How can we prevent that? It's all about you knowing who you are as a parent, and installing it in your children. What happened to the days when your daddy punched you in your chest and made you mad? <laughs> <laughs> We are far from that. Oh, that That is long gone. These days, you punch your boy in the chest, you going to jail, my brother. (laughs) You going to jail? Oh, they probably they probably take both of y'all to jail these days. These cops, they got going on. Ain't no. Did I tell y'all got stopped by the cops today? For real. Shout out to Alexandria PD. (laughs) APD. Yes, I got stopped, but the cop was pretty nice. I let you, know, you go. He let me go. They usually work with you, but I ain't do nothing. He just said I had a busted tail light. When you say that, I think about this one time. My license was expired. I knew it was expired. I knew it. I just didn't go pay it. You know, I'm bad shit like that. So anyway, he pulls me over, and he says, "My Tim Tat, my not my Tim Tat, but my uh." What's the thing? The inspection sticker was bad. I could not get a new inspection sticker because I knew my license was expired. I'm just, I'm just lazy, okay? I'm just put it out there, lazy. So he pulls me over. He said, "I really pulled you over because you ain't have a seatbelt on." I was like, "Um, okay." And I'm, I'm like, he said, "Where your license is?" I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, I'm playing this like. I don't know where it is. It's not. I'm going through everything and frantic, playing this whole role. He said, yeah, you, you know your inspection sticker is bad. I was like, oh, yeah, it is. And he goes. <laughs> in, in your radio voice. <laughs> yes. 
he goes and runs my he's like i'm just gonna run your license i said okay that's that's fine you know i do have one i just can't find him he come back and he said miss franklin um your license is expired i was like i said what i said it can't be i was like i said um the expiration date was october 31st which is my birthday and i said before i went because i went to miami for my birthday i was like before i went to miami i made sure to get my license he was like are you sure he said what was that date i said october 31st is my birthday so two days before i left i made sure i handled my business and i said i don't know what's going he's like i don't know what's going on he said, but I'm going to just give you this just a seatbelt ticket because that's all I pulled you over for. He said, but the next time I see you, you better have your license and your your sticker and note. I said, yes, sir, I will. And even a month after that, I didn't. <laughs> I went and got it done. I'm just really. Did you get it done, though? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just the issue is like, once my day start, my day starts. You know, I'm boom. I'm there. I'm at work. And it just don't. I don't have a time to break away and just take care of personal personal things because I'm eight thirty to five o'clock. So by the time I get off, DMV is closed, and even if I wanted to get my sticker changed, your license has to be in order. So I had to literally take a day off of work to go get all of it taken care of, you know. But I was just really. Truly, honestly, being lazy—it's <laughs> just bad. I'm—I'm I'm really bad at. I'm bad at expiration dates on anything. I'm bad on my tires. I'm just bad. You gotta fix that. I know. And you know what? It comes with being getting older as well. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, I—I I used to be that way as well. So I mm-hmm. can't say nothing at all. Right. But it's all about being responsible. It is. After you tore up some wheel alignments, my girl. Yeah. You learn and to get your shit you know, straight. You just learn to get your shit together. Because <laughs> I think it's not as bad as when I was younger. When I was like 21, 22, like I had tickets, warrants for me all over because <laughs> I would get tickets. I would get speeding tickets. I would. Get, I know I had got a seatbelt ticket in Pineville one time, and I just flat out refused to pay because I was like, I'm the passenger. I wasn't even driving. And the, the cop was really being an asshole. So I was like, I'm not paying that ticket. Well, dumbass, you don't pay a ticket. There's a warrant for your race. You go to jail. So, yeah, I got all this shit taken care of. I've, I've grown up a bit, you guys. All right. We're going to go to the next topic. Um, Let's talk about Drake and Rihanna. Um, Now, last week on the, episode, uh, on the podcast, we talked about the two on, on the VMAs, they were on stage together. He did their little kiss, and it looked like she blocked him, but I'm not really sure about that. But the two have matching tattoos. Wow. Yes. Now, she had a... Um, they went on this date to this aquarium. Um, I say, like, back in... Uh, See, it's kind of flash, right? Mm-hmm. Like back in earlier in the year, and they they were in Toronto, and um, he took her to an aquarium for dinner, and I think a, whatever it was, a camouflage shark was like the highlight of the night for the tune, whatever. So she gets a camouflage shark on her ankle, and he gets a camouflage shark on his inner arm. So I'm sitting here like, what the hell does that mean for these two? What do you think it could be? I don't know. It could mean anything. Now they just got 
was being crazy and got matching tattoos. I think they're just in a really deep relationship and they really love each other. Yeah, because remember when uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce got matching tattoos, but mm-hmm. it was the date of their wedding? Mm-hmm. On their ring finger? Mm-hmm. And to this day, I don't see Jay-Z or Beyonce wearing a ring, a wedding ring. No, they have Because they have the tattoo. the tattoo rings on their finger of right. the date of the marriage. Right. So, I mean, it's all about what you put into a relationship. And what you get out of it. Can you see um, Drake and Rihanna getting married? It's a possibility. Everybody knows them as a couple now. Right. This is their second time doing this relationship, though, because they were in a relationship a little bit after her and Chris Brown, I think. Well, you know, you have to understand, Rihanna was young. Drake was just getting breaking the surface of the business. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, you know, I feel like Rihanna... Was really young, you know, mm-hmm. and and she didn't know better, so she was just doing her thing. And Drake, you know, he was just scratching the surface of the business. So, but Drake claims to have always been in love with her. I can believe that. You know, you can actually be a thought man and be being with all kind of people, and actually, this person captures your heart. True. You know, you always have love for them, but you know it's not your time. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, just I like agree. that. Uh, yeah, I just think Rihanna was starting to bop and she wasn't ready to hone it in. Well, I feel like he saved her ass <laughs> at the game because she didn't thought and bop so much. Nobody wanted to thought and bop that no more. Y- you, you but think? But him, because she probably bounced that ass on him so good. He's like, he you know what? P-whip. She can't go nowhere. I got a. She probably threw him some ass every now and again. Just kept his nose open. Yeah, I gotta hold him around. I gotta keep him. She, she, (laughs) and then you know, he was that nigga that she ran back to because nobody else wanted. But she really didn't want him. Want him. But she made it work. Yeah, she made it happen. Yeah, she was probably hoping that Beyonce and Jay Z would break up, but that'll never happen. I don't even think she was into Jay Z like that. I know she was. Now you know what you told me earlier today that fucked my head up. What? This Aaliyah stuff. Oh, Aaliyah Please and Tupac. Please break your Aaliyah theory down. Oh, yo. I really feel like people can call me crazy if they want to. I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like Tupac faked his death. Of course, Machiavelli, yo, what's up? Mm-hmm. He said it. Okay. So I really feel like, I really truly feel like Aaliyah probably had faked her debt to be with Tupac. And I know a lot of people was like, why would you say that? But like Aaliyah's she was really dead. When Aaliyah died, she was like I said, she was with Dame Dash. So that don't mean nothing. She so you everybody s- know Aaliyah was a rough rider. And I think she just liked the rough said, neck boys. Uh, with that being said, Aaliyah was a little on the wild side. Yeah, she had kind of had that good girl image as well, you know. But Aaliyah was very fucking wild, yo. Like she was wild. So. You know, she wasn't she was a whore, like, but she was wild. So she was she like, really like to. Nah, Rihanna's a whore. <laughs> but compared to Aaliyah, Aaliyah wasn't like out there like that, like Rihanna is, you know, for as like being with people. A- Aaliyah was very selective, mm-hmm. you know, and private with her shit, too. Right, right, right. You know, respectable with it. If she was being a whore, we really didn't know about it. But, you know, and, and and forgive me for saying Rihanna's a whore, because I think Rihanna's an awesome artist. 
and I don't really think she's a whore. I'm just mm-hmm. playing. Right, of course. But, I understand. you know, uh, you know, she, you know, I feel like Drake saved her, though. So, okay. So, Aaliyah fakes her death to be with Tupac. I didn't even know those two were even related to Well, I mean, it's like, lately I came to this theory because, mm-hmm. like, all of a sudden, here is this song with Aaliyah and Tupac back in one piece. Mm. And then they made a video of it. Of course, it's Illuminati. Right, right, right. It's an Illuminati video. Mm-hmm. And Aaliyah's in it as Illuminati. Mm-hmm. And Illuminati, I don't know if y'all know about Illuminati, but Google it. Right. Uh, that's another topic for another, another episode. That's another topic. That's deep. deep, deep, deep. Yes. We ain't got time for that. No. <laughs> but Illuminati video is like whenever they, they capture the person look like live form and it looks like a real video mm-hmm. and it looks like it's really them really yeah you you have to see that video it looks like Aaliyah and tupac in the flesh mm. it's like it's no cartoon about it it's like it's it looks real live person back in one piece is the song by Aaliyah and tupac so tupac ma- featured Aaliyah. so check back that out. in one piece and it's a really hot song right now i love it um, but she talks about him coming back in one piece, you know, meaning like he's out there thugging or whatever, doing what he do. And she bugging cause she calling him cause she worried that he'll make it back in one piece. Mm. So, I mean, it's a possibility because Aaliyah is a really a down girl. You know, I, I felt when I was listening to her music, she was down, right? you course. know, and, uh, realist as well. And she liked to have fun, young. She had money. Right. You know, she was able to go do what she wants. She was free financially. She was free. So, back to this thing where you said Aaliyah was the reason why Rockefeller (laughs) fell apart. Yeah, because uh, I had, you know, I researched Illuminati a lot. Mm -hmm. And I read up on that because, you know, I secretly was in love with Jay-Z before he married Beyonce. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, I researched all of that, and they were, uh, it was this big thing. Damon Dash and Jay-Z fell out behind, it was really behind Aaliyah. Wow. And and Jay-Z, I wish I can remember the name of the song. Jay-Z even wrote something, like, I researched it so deep. Mm-hmm. You know, you late night, you up on a computer, and you just reading researching stuff. and reading yeah. And I came up on this song that Jay-Z made, and he was talking about being with Aaliyah and about how Damon Dash was jealous of their relationship. And that was the true fall of Rockefeller. They're not really going to truly say it, that they fell out over a, a female, because they bros, and bros don't like the, you know, how to say in bros before hoes. But they really fell out because of this Aaliyah chick. You know, and so with that being said, you know, um, Jay-Z sold Rockefeller yeah. to Damon and Jay-Z moved on because Jay-Z really don't have nothing to lose. Yeah, Damon that. needed Rockefeller. Jay-Z didn't need it. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's the real, that's the real shit. When you told me this earlier, like, that fucked my head up. And just now you talking about it again really still fucks my head and, up. And to I'm think. not really one to, like, make up shit on people. Right. This is some old shit. You know, obviously, Jay-Z has moved on and made millions and millions right, and millions of, course, of dollars. Right, of course. Right. You know, and he's with one of the most beautiful, strongest black women on earth right now. 
you know yeah, doing her thing. so i mean he doesn't he's not worried about the past but, but that's still but is it's part still, of it it's part of it and i'm i'm pretty sure that was one of a number of things why they fell off at rockefeller i can't say just because i'm not jay-z and i'm not damon dash and but, i can't speak for them but from what i researched mm-hmm that it was it was something to the tune of something to do with her mm-hmm. and amongst other things. Interesting. Y'all, we will I will dig deeper for that tea, trust me. I will I'll probably write a story about it. <laughs> you know, you know, Kim, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like mm-hmm. I mean that you know, you have the blog or whatever, but mm-hmm. I seriously be talking about stuff like this with celebrities in my salon because I'm not really one to talk about local people. Of course, I mean everybody have celebrity business in the in the in the on TV in the newspapers. Their lives are everywhere. Their lives is everywhere. So that's something that we can talk about along with scratching the surface of light politicking. Mm-hmm. But you know that's something that I do talk about in my salon i do google stuff and research stuff at mm-hmm. times sometimes i don't but you know that's Man. one thing i did research i stayed up like the whole night and i dug into it because i really was like kind of obsessed with jay-z mm-hmm. at one point in time in my life so you know i dug that up and it really is true wow that is just kind of mind blowing <laughs> like to really know that's the real reason why part yeah, of the reason jay-z i don't know i can't say jay-z and and Aaliyah had a relationship they did but something. something was going on something was going on and she was about to leave damon dash like high and dry they ain't put that shit in the movie nah they didn't <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna leave it like it was like she was known for dating him and that's what it was now, I but I feel you, like if she wouldn't have died, it probably would be a Jay-Z and Aaliyah. So there would be no Jay-Z and Beyonce? No. And I, I remember you were saying that her love for the quote-unquote bad for boy, uh, her, you know, doing her thing, was R. Kelly's fault. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate a little bit on that for me? Because, okay, Aaliyah was very, very young when she, she actually really did marry uh, R. Kelly. Yeah. Now I know that's I know that's true because that's, I actually researched that myself yeah, that and I seen the marriage true. certificate. And she was like really like maybe like eleven or twelve years old. Yes, I thought she was like fourteen or something. I I don't really know, but I think she was like eleven, twelve years old, maybe thirteen years yeah, old. Yeah, she was still but young. She married him, but you know her her whole demeanor and her mindset was as a woman. Right. If you go back and look at interviews that they did together, they were dressed alike. They moved together. Like, they were they together. Were in sync. Yes. They really, and I think she really did love him. It was like he had a him. mind control over her he, of some he did. sort. She was a child. He yeah. was fucking the shit out of her. What do you think? Ah. <laughs> 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 Your mom would be gone too if you got like a a fucking Capricorn fucking the lifeless shit out of you and you a child. You know, maybe you was doing a little light fucking, but you came with this pro and he blew your fucking brain out. So has there ever been a man that you've been crazy behind like that? Yeah, I had a couple of I ain't really had I haven't had an experience yet. Girl, look, girl, look. I, I ain't, ain't looking for it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had some good dick. Oh, yeah. 
I've had some good ones. But I ain't going crazy nose while open. I haven't had that experience yet. Well, I mean, you know, I can't say I was crazy wide open nose. And I'm 30. <laughs> but, you know, there's levels to this shit. Yeah. Or it's crazy wide open nose. It's like what you put into me is how I react. Right, 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 right. Like if you if you making love to me and you you making love to me like you fucking me and making love to me like we married. Right, right. Then that's the energy you giving me. That's what you putting into me. Right now I've made love. I've you had know, sex, but, but I haven't had that with a nigga. Well, I haven't had that where that nigga at. You know, people but know. I mean, I've been. had that. Wait. I'm very much much interested sex. Uh-huh. And I want this thing to go somewhere sex. Right, right, right. But, I mean, like, looking for your ass in the daytime with a flashlight sex. I ain't never. I've never I had I mean, that. nah. I've never really had that moment to be like, wait. Where are you? Why are you answering my phone call? I, I, I ain't really even that type of chick, well, to be honest. Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm not saying I'm a desperate type of chick because I'm not. Yeah. But like I said, I'm real. Right. And, you know, one thing that I've learned in my 35 years, mm-hmm. and, you know, I can't say I've dated the whole 35 years, but right, I'm just right. saying what I've learned in my time of being married and dating and being in serious relationships, because I'm a, I'm a relationship girl. Mm-hmm. I don't just sleep with people like I said before. Right, I'm in relationships. Right. So what I've learned is when you a real woman and you be a hundred percent with a nigga, most niggas can't handle that shit. They flee from that. Yep. That will run a nigga to the fucking border. You know, but if you mean right. and and you not being nice. I don't understand. You being it. no good. The motherfuckers on you like white, white on, on rice. fucking rice. Look, let me tell you this. I have had one dude tell me why we don't fuss, why we don't argue. I'm not a fuss and argue nah, type chick. Like I'm, cool, I, I'm not cool. really about that arguing shit. Like you will get me mad. I do have a. Te- uh, I can get a little temper, but I ain't finna argue with you. I ain't finna go all that long and round and round with you. Okay. Nope. But dude gonna tell me I feel like you don't care about me because we know we don't really argue. What the fuck are you talking about? Get your dumb ass. You with the wrong female, yo. Like, like if you gotta argue with her all the time, dude be like, that's not a real relationship. Dude was like, man, you don't never question me about now, my whereabouts. Why do I need to question you? No. I'm gonna take. I'm going to take what you tell me as the truth. If it's not the truth, oh, it will come out. I'm not digging for it. I'm not searching for it. But it will appear that you lied to me. Right. Well, I'm the type of person like you know. The only way I go hard. As if, you know, like I said, if you putting something in mm-hmm. and then you, you giving me mixed messages. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's confusing for anybody. You, of course. You know, like you making love to a woman and y'all constantly talking and y'all 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 together, or whatever, but then you giving mixed messages. Right, yeah. You know, I'm trying to understand where we at because it's unclear to me. You're not saying we here, you're not saying we there. And then, you know, maybe you are. But I guess what I'm saying is, is like, just be real. Yeah, just I mean, but it don't take much to be honest with a person. No, no. And I don't, I don't deal with all kind of crazy in relationships because, to be honest with you, people, I really don't do relationships. I told you, like, I'm, I'm not. so focus driven, 
and like that should be i really don't date listening. because i don't have time to date it slows me down to date now every now and again if i'm around somebody and i meet somebody that's i feel that's interesting and we get to know each other mm-hmm. and we go there and it turns into a relationship then yeah you know if we go there can and it slow turns me down. into a but marriage other than that, for me <laughs> I don't I know. know about marriage, Kim. I don't I've been married and I ain't ready for no marriage. But a relationship or a friendship, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not I don't I don't want that right now in my time of life. Like I'm I don't wanna I don't want a marriage or a relationship right now too much because I mean if it happens, it happens, but I'm just saying like if I do be with somebody, they would have to accept me for where I'm, where I am career wise, right. because I'm I'm starting to travel more, I'm starting to do more. Um, I agree with and you. And I don't on need that. nobody trying to say. Most men really want their wife to be doing? at home like a trophy on a statue. Just come with me. Just ride out with me. You know what? They want you to be home with them. They don't want you to have more of a career than them. You know what? They don't want you to be self-driven. And I am self-driven and I'm career uh, career goal-driven at the moment. Right. I don't need nobody trying to tell me, sit down. You know I what? had one, not to cut you off, but uh-huh. I had one man tell me, uh-huh. being that I am so successful, that... Ain't no man really gonna want to be with me because a real a real man wants a woman that stays at home. Oh, all right. They told me that a man wouldn't really want to be interested in me because because I I am goal driven because I have too much going on. Oh, like yeah. basically, they're trying to say I ain't gonna have time for them. Well, my relationship goal is uh, Oprah and Stedman. That's my relationship goal. <laughs> I know that <laughs> Oprah and Stedman got some real shit going on though. Like they were friends and lovers for a long See what I'm saying? time. See what I'm saying? They broke off they on even, again, off again, they on got again. In, but damn, Oprah, you got that ring. They got engaged in 1986. They were yep. supposed to get married in 1992, but they didn't. And it was basically, oh, well. Yep. That's and what I they want. had really broke up for a while. That's what I want right now. And though. they got back together. And then I read somewhere that they had this $3 million wedding. Yeah, no, no. The that three, was $3 million honeymoon. I said, uh, man, that must have been a very, very nice honeymoon. Yeah, because yeah, it was rumors that came out this past week that, you know, they got married. But she shut all that down was like, no, nah, we ain't get married. <laughs> like, no, hell no. But that's that's what I want. You know, it's um, like, where's I'm my like statement? This. I'm like this, <laughs> yo, look. <laughs> I want a statement. Uh-huh. A man that's going to let me be goal-driven, career-minded. You know, I got a lot going on. I just got back in college for my... Uh, Masters, mm-hmm. my doctorate in hair. I'm going for my doctorate, mm-hmm. you know, and also I'm about to start. I'm traveling, not about to start. I'm traveling, doing mm-hmm. shows. Right. You know, and later on, I'm going to be incorporating my music. Right, right, right. You know, I have a lot going on. So right now I can say it's kind of all about me. Yeah, just, you know, give me a little statement. You know, I'll be good. Give me a statement that's going to let me be Oprah. Let me do me. 
And like, I ain't even trying to you go. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and I ain't trying to ask you where you at. Nah. Uh, I mean, all this shit like that. I ain't got time for that. I want to do me. You do you. Whatever it is that you do. Right. You do. Music. Whatever. Uh, oh, whatever you do. Right. Look, this is the. But let me do me. You do you, me, I do me. When we come home at when night. When we come home, or we gonna right, talk about even it. Even if we don't even live in the same state, yo. Like when we collide together, right. when we can see, when our schedules go together, we will, our schedules go together. We talk about it, we get. And we be together, that's yeah. it. Give me my statement. Give me my statement. <laughs> statement, let Oprah be herself. And Oprah let Stat- him be himself. Yes, and statement, let Oprah be all that she wants to be. Successfully driven. He, Oprah is the most richest black woman on earth. And he's probably smacking them cakes at the end of the night. Hell yeah. And guess what? She he said, ain't tripping that she richer than him either. Look, let me tell you this. Oprah he's said in not the recent, intimidated. She said in a recent interview she wants Stedman to like up his game up and like kinda beat her back in. Like, real talk. This is what's her words. I can't make this shit up. But shit, how he gonna <laughs> stand up to Oprah? <laughs> Oprah is the richest black woman on paper but he in probably the world. Don't, they don't see each other like that. You got to think about that. They've right. been together so long. They don't even see each other like that. He still see that Oprah that was doing the white the people, news. Oprah Winfrey show. Yeah, he, he see the Oprah that was on the news that was like, oh, you too ugly to be on the news type or shit. Or he see the Oprah that ain't had no money, yo, Oprah. Yeah. That was probably... Uh, they, riding a daywoo. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even see day each other woo, like that. A daywoo with no power windows. Damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oprah that probably uh, rolled off on um, not even fucking hubcaps. Right. Staying in a fucking Roche Motel, oh. rat infested fucking apartment in New York. Yeah, you, man. You know what I'm saying? He probably he sees her like that. You know, but exactly. all that money changes a lot of situations. Hey, not theirs. Yeah. It may have. I don't know. All right, man. <laughs> We're an hour into this thing. I want to do these escalating questions real quick before we get up out of here because it's uh, 12 o'clock at night. <laughs> but it's all good. Kim, I really had fun with you tonight. I know, man. And those drinks were on point. I'm huh? very. Girl, my cup is empty. empty. Girl, you better catch up. You still got something. No, my like, cup empty. Are you gone? Okay. Finally. Girl, we're going to have to, instead of a half a gallon, we're going to have to do a gallon. All uh, right. <laughs> All right, man. The escalated questions are brought to you by Catch the Tea After Dark, which is my online Facebook live show. I go live every Tuesday night on Facebook, um, where me and Juicy talk about celebrity sex lives. We talk about sex science, all, all type of things of that nature. So make sure you check out Catch the Tea After Dark. Also, um, we are taking donations for Catch the Tea After Dark. We are we are going to do actual live shows with an audience live on Facebook. So we're going to do that once a month. And in order to do that, we need to get a few some equipment. So send all your PayPal donations to suchalady85 at gmail.com. That is the PayPal that we're taking donations from. Also, any businesses who want to do sponsorships, please contact me or Juicy and we will put you on that and we'll have we are also going to have raffle tickets we're going to raffle off a hundred dollar 
Visa card. Um, so please stay tuned to that. Just log on to spillingthetea.com for all that. Well, Kim, you know you have my love and support. Oh yes, of course. I always, I always talk about y'all behind my chair. I say how these uh, y'all not that much younger than me, but I'd be like, right. oh, these young people, these young people are doing big things. <laughs> right. They LLCing it up and shit. Right. But I'm so proud of y'all because like. Your office is really beautiful. Thank you. You know, they're very professional in here, people. Don't think they have step in. No, no, they no, no. It. They got it going on, you know, and I'm I'm very, very proud of them. Thank you. You know, I, I take my hats off to y'all, you know. Hey, I we commend y'all for that, yo. Like, I'm so proud of y'all. We appreciate it. We're just trying to make things happen for the city and go a little bit beyond these four walls of Alexandria. And I think we're being very successful at it with the podcast, Facebook stuff, the blog, everything. I think, and also the online radio show. So, and anything I can do to help, you know, I will be a supporter mm-hmm. financially. Whatever I need to do to help y'all, I got y'all back. Hey, you know, we thank you for that, and I appreciate y'all. All right, here we go for these ask ladies. This is from anonymous, and it says, "Dear true lady, I think I messed up. I'm a straight heterosexual man." Oh, I'm sorry. I got a phone call. But I'm questioning myself. I was hanging out with my coworker. Dude was mad cool. He was like my partner. I'd go to his house, chill, drink, play Madden and shit like that. About two weeks ago, I was at his crib high as hell and drunk. We get into one of those what if question and answers. But shit started getting real gay. He asked me, would I let a man put his lips on me for a million dollars? I passed on the question and continued to play the game. Dude just kept talking all that gay shit and then he got all close on me and tried to fucking kiss me. I punched this nigga so hard in my left, but I'm feeling like I'm gay now. Dude obviously been baiting me like a chick do and I missed all the signs. <laughs> then I started questioning myself because I do like reality TV and I keep up with all the gossip. I even cried on the notebook. Uh. <laughs> I haven't said I haven't said anything to him and been avoiding him at work. Does this shit make me gay? No. Dear Anonymous, no, I don't think it makes you gay. But your your gaydar was broke, bro. Like Yeah, it was really Dude. You was, was like off the grid. Bro, like when a dude starts to like I don't even pay what if games with my homegirls. Hell no. Nah. And then if we ask them what if shit like that, I'd be bro, like, bitch, what? You right. wanna knuckle up and get your ass slapped. Right, we what? finna squirrel because that's disrespectful. Hell like yeah. you should have left with you should have left when he started asking them fucking questions. Mm-hmm. You know, just to be straight up honest with you. Um but that does not make you gay even even if because you're into the things you're into doesn't make you gay no but maybe a little feminine yeah but i i, I but you just, ain't gay yeah because i mean i know a lot of dudes who watch reality and tv I, I know chicks that's kind of hard and they're not gay right i you don't know, know about crying on a notebook though because oh, I, I don't know about that one but yeah but you know it's all good <laughs> it's okay you're allowed to cry maybe once or twice a year. It's cool. But man up too. after that. Right, yeah. Go do, go do like 100 push-ups and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pump that shit back up. You can have one thug too. Yeah. But you got to go run 10 miles. You got to run that shit off. Chop a tree down or some shit. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Like Back in the day, yo, they used to call me a thug missus. Really? I was not gay or anything, but I was this like real fly chick, mm-hmm. real pretty and everything. 
But like I'll beat a bitch ass in a miniskirt in a hot New York minute. Right. I was always just a little tomboy hanging. I used to hang out with a lot of dudes, and people thought I was fucking them, but I really wouldn't. I was well, just really chilling. That's how it was with me. Yeah. A lot of guys that I hung out with, they thought I was fucking them too. But little did they fucking know that was my fucking cousins, yo. Right. Like I'm related to like half a fucking of all's parish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like my two last names, Greenhouse and Jacobs, mm-hmm. is two of the largest fucking families in Louisiana. Oh yeah, they tripping. So, I just you know, hung out I with dudes. I have a lot of cousins. Yeah, I just hung out with dudes. I was just really cool with dudes. Like I don't like it just take you to sit down with me in person to understand what I'm saying. I just really can't explain it for nobody, but I'm just really cool. It's, I'm very laid back. I'm not right. the average high strung drama well, feeding chick. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just that the guys take like me and you will be like something like the same type of chick. Mm-hmm. Or it's like hanging out with guys. Yeah. Guys gravitate with us. Right. Because it's like we think like a man. Not I that we're trying to be like right. a man. We do actually think like a guy. I I do think like a guy. I don't know. You know, I don't apply it to my everyday life. Right, right, right. You know, things would be a little different with me in that aspect. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, that's why they gravitate towards us. Believe it or not, you may not think it of yourself. Mm-hmm. But I have a lot of guys that is actually my good friends. Yeah, I have a lot of guys. I have friends. two guys that's my best friends. Shout out to Void and Jonas. You know, that's my niggas. They come see about me all the time And I can't hang with females Females get too jealous of me For whatever reason And I'm a thick girl Yeah females It's just really weird Like I don't like to do All that drama shit I can't do it I'm not emotional I'm emotional But not to another female Right Like maybe one of my cousins yo But Maybe behind closed doors Again I don't like to be vulnerable (laughs) <laughs> not to not to any type of female, right. but to my cousins, right. I will be vulnerable. But to another average female, no. Unless you're really a really good friend of mine, right? Right? Yeah, you like it's different, right? You can be vulnerable with a good friend of yours, but not some random female that you don't really know, right? Yeah, uh, I can't do it. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to one more escalated question, and this is from Rachel Morgan. She says, Dear True Lady, I have this toxic relationship with my best friend slash baby daddy. We had three children after he was married. Don't part your lips to judge me. Okay. We, the kids and I, never lack for anything from him, time nor money. We always got gifts on birthdays and holidays if we were in town and even if we were out of town. We have been friends all of our lives and after he was married, we slipped and had sex continuously. (laughs) That's not a slip up, baby, but okay. Well, I'm tired of sharing this man. I want him for myself. It's either we're going to be fully together or we're done. One minute he's telling me I want you to be happy and in the same breath he's actually saying but i need you before all this sex and children we were friends first what do i do do i let him go or keep him and force him to choose me or his wife well truly baby girl you will never really let him go because you have children for him there's nowhere you can go let's be 100 first of all okay so second of all I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you take it, Kim. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, second of all, it's like this: you're in a relationship with him, basically. You the other woman because first of all, if you think about it, if he died a day or tomorrow, his wife gonna get everything unless he puts you on. You know, doubt it, highly doubt it. Right, if I he doubt puts you on anything for his 
policies. Right. Okay, if, so if the wife dies, you get nothing. All you got is his kids unless he left a legacy for his children. Doubt it. But, I mean, I don't know what to tell you because it's really none of my business. But She asking for advice. Though. You asking for advice, so I'm going to tell you. Um, if you want him, back up off him. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times niggas uh, uh, stay around if you stay around. Mm. Slack off on getting, giving him pussy. Mm-hmm. Don't take his calls. Feed him with a long hand of spoon. You ain't, you can't never go nowhere, yo, because you got fucking kids with him. Right. It's nothing you can fucking do. But you can limit your your time with him. Uh-huh. You can limit your sex. Don't give him none. Right, because clearly they still have sex. Right. So if you, like, back up off him and make him want it, eventually you're going to alternate that mindset. Right. And you could change his mind frame. Mm. Obviously, I kind of feel like the relationship he's in, I can't really say, but then I can say mm-hmm. he's not in the right relationship. Right. I don't think he's in the right relationship, but you don't want to start a relationship off with the ultimatum. Because right. here she goes saying, it's either you are forcing to choose me or his And another side chick. Yeah. Don't, you don't ever start a relationship or anything with an ultimatum. I think that just adds unnecessary pressure. And if somebody's under pressure, they're going to make a, a decision so quickly. Um, For two, Rachel. You need to love yourself first Yes he's your friend And y'all might have had some great sex That ended up to leaving three children But you need to pull away from that situation And like you said Hail him with a long handle spoon But you need to find somebody Who's gonna love you for you And not just lay up and make babies with you And like, Your worth is so much more than way that Way more Way more Now if he changes Yes he takes care of the kids But if he changes because you pull back That's when you be like Okay you wanna change I'm going to have to put you on child support because you will continue to take care of these children but if he don't change and be like understand why you go, you're going your way he understands and you there's no need for child support or things of that nature there's no need for that but you need to pull away from this situation my thing is this if the wife lord do she know about these three children oh i'm very sure she does you know these days oh. i'm gonna say it kim like these days a lot of these women uh-huh. are being okay with being a side chick. Ain't no way, bro. I mean all of me. It, son. They making it okay for the shots the side chick to come in. And and from what I'm hearing, these days side chicks is winning. At least that's <laughs> what they say. I need all of me, bro. <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day it's like you didn't gave him three beautiful children. Mm-hmm. You did not say not one time utter the fact that did she give him any? Right, yeah. Do they like I listen, I may talk, but I listen. Right, yeah. She she didn't she didn't say. She didn't utter and say that he gave her any she that she has any that he has any kids with his wife. She Never gave him say. the three beautiful kids. So you don't know their story. She may not be able to have no kids. Mm. And you was probably the alternatum to have his children. Mm. You know, niggas think in different types of ways, yo. You, you know, to think into a man's mind is a fucking maze. Right, right, right. It's not hard to figure out, but once you map out that map, you got it. Now that's you just open my eyes to another perspective. Cause she did mention. I may not take always take my own advice because I let love trap me up. <laughs> but if I take my own advice, I'd be a triple motherfucking threat to a nigga, and he wouldn't want to. Fuck with me. Mm. I'm just being real. Excuse me for being so graphic. No, it's cool. I mean, hey, that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? It's a uh, catch the tea. 
All right, we're going to do one more. Ask a lady. I'm not doing that one. <laughs> Look, okay, I'm going to just tell you why I'm not doing it. This young man messaged me. He's 19, and he did some something strange with his mobile vibrator. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not doing that one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, um, we're going to do Ronald Pearson. I'm going to do that one. Dear True Lady, I guess a young brother... I guess your brother has a question. I've recently been fired from my job due to my relationship. We were co-workers and got into a relationship too fast, I believe. So after being together for a year, we had our very first argument that turned petty real fast. She started doing things to me to jeopardize my job. I had enough and finally called it quits. After the official breakup, I was fired. She lied on me to my boss, claiming I was stealing from work. He believed her and shipped me out of the door a few days later she called me trying to apologize claiming she did not know it was going it was going that far and how she loves me do i give her a chance or do i cut this bitch out of my life cut that bitch out your life cut that bitch out your life cut that Ronald. bitch out your life she messed with your livelihood bro like yeah. she took There's a, no loyalty in that she took money out of your pocket she took money out your mouth yo it's took no loyalty your food in, off your it's table. no mistakes in that anytime a woman go to the police on you yeah and i don't i mean it's levels to this shit yo when you talk about relationships Cause I, you know, I come from the hood. Yeah, it's the country hood, but it's the hood. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's loyalty in this shit. Like, okay, say you you have that female that called that, you know, that toll on you or whatever, mm-hmm. and you probably was or wasn't doing it. Right. So what? What the fuck? If you was stealing, if you wasn't, yeah, she was you know just what wrong I mean? for that. That was fucked up because the simple fact is. I believe it's already hard enough for us black men, our black men, to get a job and right. keep one. And here she go fucking and it up. And here she go fucking it up for you. And then this is the thing. And like, then that shit gonna go on your record. Right. So can you get another job afterwards? Can you get another fucking job? Because anything over 500 is felony theft. Man. And that's a felony. Bruh. Don't ask me how I know that. I ain't, I ain't no thief, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I know people know. that been through some shit. But, yeah. you know, so it's like she messing with your livelihood. Yeah, man. Just think if y'all go further. Okay, yes, people can change. Don't go back, bro. But don't go back to that because then, like, you already dealing with drama. Right. She might, now the next time she lie you. That shit gonna escalate to different levels right. of drama. She might lie and say you beat her and she end up hitting her own self. Like a girl Hell on nah. damn line. Look, between love and hate. Yeah, bro. Have like, your ass underneath the fucking jail. And these days, they ready to lock a black nigga up. Bro, don't do that, bro. Nah, nah let, let that go, Ron- Ronald. Let it go, Ronald. Let that go. Please. Cut her off. Please, baby boy, let it go. <laughs> it's not, it's not right. worth it. It got too many beautiful black women or other race women out here today. We're going to treat that's you right. That's that'll love you, been over backwards for you, mm-hmm. want to treat you right. Want to see you do well. Want to see you go to college. Mm-hmm. Don't want to see you locked up. Want to see you with your job, even if it's at McDonald's. You know, and I love you just the same. Right. I wonder where they were. It's not at. worth it. I don't know where they worked at. I don't know, but it sounded like they had a pretty nice job from the way he was explaining it. Yeah. You know, that was kind of messed up. Like, yeah, that's way Even if he up. was stealing out, I never threw him under the bus. I would have never, man. I'm going to be a ride or die. Yeah. Whether we like each other or, or not, not, I will never. Like, even if <laughs> even if me and my ex break up, 
Right. You know, niggas expect for the black woman to go slash their ties and shit because shit don't go right. Not every black woman is like that, yo. Have you had your ties slashed by men? I've never had my ties slashed oh, by men. I have. I have my. Have? I've had my tires slashed. Kim, in you are cold. And I've had my car key. But what? that's another story. You know, we're gonna save the for the podcast. Dang, girl. <laughs> that's serious. Yeah, she was crazy. Well, you know, I've had a stalker before and stuff, so I guess that's a kind of like almost like I slashing the ties yeah. and keying your car. Dude slashing it's the almost tires. like a little worse though. It's crazy, man. Dude was older than me too. Wow. Slash my tires. You would think you would have known better. Well, you know, according to the the yeah. insurance company, they save you slash. If you slash just one, mm-hmm. you know they pay for the rest. But if you slash all of them. Mm-hmm. And they don't pay for them. They don't. Re- they don't. They don't give them. They don't give you no money for that. Oh, for real? Dang! I wish I would have went through my insurance to get my tire fixed. Shit! I don't know how I know that. <laughs> but I guess one, like one of my guy friends went through that before. Mm-hmm. One of my homeboys went through that, and I guess he had this really good insurance because he drove a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. And um, some chicks slash, you know, one of his tires. Dang! And um, the insurance paid for it. Mm-hmm. But like they told her, they told him if she would have slashed all of them, they wouldn't have paid. No. Well, it's crazy. I'm not condoning that bullshit, so I ain't gonna say that. You know, and then I'm gonna (laughs) tell you like this: any woman that has to slash your tires or do any harmful things to you, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I haven't done any cray cray. I haven't. I swear to God, you. I've thought about it. I want. I'm not gonna lie. I bleached the nigga clothes one time. Look, y'all, I'm gonna say this fucked up shit, but. It was I had my reasons, yo. He was like, we were together seven and a half years, uh-huh. and he like straight tried to play me. Oh yeah, you See, know that's he was with that back and forth, and you know I just got tired, right. you know, and I don't know something clicked in me one night. But you know that was the first and last time I let ever let a man yeah. take me out of my element. Element like that. You know I learned a lesson from that, right? I, you know. I've always thought in my mind like, I'm gonna get this nigga back But I never do Cause I'm like Psh, For what But it was this one dude I was so close I had I had No my I don't even want to put it <laughs> Cause people gonna look at me Like okay Like bitch what Why the fuck Let's just say I thought of something I went all to the steps Of creating it Putting it together But, but I didn't, didn't, do, didn't do, do it, it. Well I bleached the clothes Woo. And I'm not And I'm not talking about it You know we spilling tea Right yeah That's I'm, my tea I'ma just tell you But I'm not proud of that Right I was very 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 young When I did it I was probably like Man This was just yesterday years old. I'm just No <laughs> No This was when I was 22 years old Oh okay Yeah you I was young I did that I was yeah. And I'm 35 Yeah you was young You know And I was just really Getting into college And stuff like that And I didn't know better. Right. You know, I was in love. You thought? And when I found, no, I was in love. Oh. And when I'm in love, I'm in love. Like, yeah. Like, it's a hundred. I'm all for that man. You know, it's, I don't even look at another man. It's, it's all or nothing. Mm. And some men can't handle that. Right. It's such a good like, game. Like, you give them too much. <coughs> right. They can't, they can't they handle, handle that. So, you know, with that being said, he was cheating. Oh wow! And then you know he come lying to me like I'm stupid, talking about his baby mama took his car when he went visit the baby. That's why he not home and he babysitting. He at the house babysitting. Girl, I'm gonna have to bring you back for my 808 and heartbreak episode. 
Cause we talk <laughs> about shit like that. And I and on that episode, I might just reveal the crazy shit that I almost did but didn't do. Like that Braxton lady say, <laughs> lies. Who's <laughs> <laughs> number lies? <laughs> but we are out of here. Make sure you follow your girl. Wait, no, I'm gonna let you do it first because you're the guest. Go ahead, let them know where they can find you online. Okay, my name is online on Facebook. It's Candice, C-A-N-D-I-C-E, Greenhouse as it sounds, Jacobs, J-A-C-O-B-S, on Facebook. Okay, that's Candace Greenhouse Jacobs on Facebook. Um, I'm there on Facebook. It's my personal page. Uh, I'm almost at 5,000. I'm not ready to reach it. I got like maybe over 1,000 people waiting to, mm-hmm. for me to go ahead and hit the like or confirm. Sense. But mm-hmm. I'm just not ready to hit that 5,000. I'm not ready to make a new page. You know, make a business page, a like I page. I have one. I oh. have one. Well, shop that. But I mostly operate from my personal page. Yeah. And I need, I was saying that this week, I need to stop that. Uh huh. And go straight business. Hey, that's how I operate. Y'all know where to find me. It's your girl, True Lady, such a lady, 85 underscore on Instagram. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at such a lady, 85. Snapchat, such a lady, 85. Um, as y'all know, I'm still in Facebook jail, but I will be out on the 19th of this month. But make sure you go like facebook.com slash such a lady, 85. That's my True Lady page. But in the meantime, between time, you can find me on the Catch the T Facebook page. Facebook.com slash catch the T. Um, like both of those. Go to the blog, spilling the T.com, catch the T at the dark, catch the T podcast. You know, you know how it go. And we out. 